0: Hello everybody, this is Chris Landry, and this is the Pro Football Show for this Wednesday, February 12th. As we take a look inside the world of pro football every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can catch us uh, as part of um, Landry Football's conference call. You can catch this podcast as well as the conference podcast daily, Monday through Friday, by going to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, signing up for Landry Football's conference call. It'll go right to your phone that's too difficult for you, go to LandryFootball.com and check it out. It'll tell you how to sign up for it, and you can download the podcast there. But we talk pro football here, and we're so happy to do so, and we're so happy to be part of the Big Three Roll-Up family and really most happy with our partnership with the great friends at 401k Generation. Eddie Rojas and his great team of financial professionals are there to help you to give you the best information on money management, investment inquiries, to meet your financial goals. Um, That's uh, what you're looking for in somebody that can help you meet your goals, understand the landscape of financial planning. They can handle all of that. The great part is they're licensed in all 50 states. You can reach out to them by phone or text and just see if it's something that can help you. Maybe you've got someone you're working with. That's okay. Get a second opinion. Get your final che- financial checkup today by calling or texting the great folks at 401k Generation at one 998 5879 More information about them over at LandryFootball.com. Check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest in the NFL news, notes, Working on the free agent boards. Keep saying that. Keep working on the grades from this past year, trying to get them in the right order. Going to break that out for you soon. We'll talk about it. But the in-depth information at LandryFootball.com is a 100 times more than we can possibly get to here today. Uh, we have got questions that we will answer. Um, and you can send it to me at uh, hit contact Chris over at LandryFootball.com and we will address it. Uh, Richard has some questions that uh, he's got today. So on top of the news is the complete uh, separation or the um, divorce, if you will, of Philip Rivers with the Chargers. We knew it was coming. We've been talking about it. I think everybody has. We've brought it up on LandryFootball.com as to how that was playing out, how that was likely going to play out going forward. And there it is. He has moved his family to Florida. I presume he sold his place in California. You don't know that with 100% certainty. But he's got nine children, moved his family to Florida to be closer to, f- to his family. Um, it does not mean that's where he's going to end up. Uh, people have asked me about Philip Rivers. Well, has he turned the football over a bunch? He has. Philip Rivers, in terms of numbers, and this is where people tend to get bogged down in the numbers, of course, he and Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger will always be compared because they came out at the same time in the same draft class. So there's going to be a comparison of the three. And if you look at the numbers, Philip Rivers' numbers has been better than both, but he's not won the title. In fact, he's not gotten that close. Got to, you know, to the playoffs and moments to where he's. Played well. Listen, I have a lot of respect for Philip Rivers. I think he's gutsy. I think he's been a good passer. I think he's been a good leader. Like a lot of players, I've seen Philip Rivers play very good football. When he gets protection, when there's a running game, there's a good defense, this guy is not only not going to hurt you, this guy is going to help you win big time. But like most cases – when you don't play well around him, you don't run the football well, you don't play great defense, um, he is going to chuck it up. He does not care about numbers. He cares about winning, and he is going to try to find a way to win. So people say, what's the difference between he and Jameis Winston? Well, the difference is is that Phillip Rivers can play winning football if you play well around him. Jameis has not quite shown that with the same level of consistency. We've seen a guy like Jameis play a lot more poorly from a decision making standpoint. Um but there is certainly if you look strictly at the numbers, you can say, Man, there's there's an app comparison. And you'd be right. When you look at the film, you see a little bit of a difference, but you know what, it in some respects not a whole lot. So it is interesting to kind of look and see what does he have left and where can he help. Well, I think he feels like he can play a couple more years and be real effective, and I agree. It would make no sense for a team that is maybe looking for a bridge quarterback but it's not very good. I don't know that it makes any sense to have Philip Rivers. In that scenario where you can't protect him, you can't make plays around him, what are you doing? Really, what are you doing? He's going to force the football and make mistakes. If you're a team that's pretty good and you can protect him and play well around him, he could probably help you. He's worth it. I have looked at it, and I don't know if there's a perfect spot for him, but The team that comes to mind more than any is the Indianapolis Colts. It's a team that I think is pretty good. I think it's well-coached. It's a head coach that really can get a lot out of the quarterback and really help the quarterback be successful. The offensive line has finally been developed there got some players on defense. I, I think he could make a huge difference with a team like the Colts. I, I don't know that he's um, – I don't know what they feel about Jacoby Brissett long-term. Um, but I think putting Phillip in the mix might be something they would consider. I would consider if I were them. Certainly, if you're not convinced Jacoby Brissett is the long-term answer, you've got to make that move. I don't like it as much with Tampa. I think people have brought out Tampa. I, I do think that it makes some sense in that Bruce Arians can do a good job with quarterbacks. He's not had success in one year with Jameis Winston. But are the Bucks ready to win yet? I'm not sure that they are. Therefore, I don't know it's as good of a fit. So all the teams that may be looking to draft a young quarterback can develop. Uh, you know, if you're Miami or the Panthers – and you draft a young quarterback. Do you want Phillip Rivers in there maybe as a mentor? I, you know, possibly. But, again, if the team is not ready to win, do you think Carolina or Miami is going to get more out of him than with the Chargers were able to? I'm not sure that's the answer there. Jacksonville, you know, a different locker room. Maybe if you put a Phillip Rivers of, uh, of a couple of years ago in a, in a Jaguars team, a couple of years ago, maybe that's a better fit. So, look, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. I don't know where he's going to go. Uh, I don't know uh, what his parameters are. I, I think playing for a couple of years certainly um, makes some sense, and we'll see where that plays out. I mentioned Carolina. David Tepper, the owner, has made some comments recently. As Cam Newton said, he plans to be with the Panthers. I don't think that's the feeling in the Panthers' front office. Um, David Tepper came on and said, well, it really depends on his health and a lot of things can happen. I I think they're rebuilding in Carolina and I don't think Cam Newton's a part of the rebuild. Could be wrong. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, uh, Other news, um, it looks like uh, the ice is melting a little bit in the frosty relationship with Trent Williams and the Redskins. We talked about all season over at LandryFootball.com, of the difficulties that Trent Williams was having with Bruce Allen, of course, the problems that Trent had with the previous training staff, that's all been cleared out. Um, and at least Trent Williams has taken Ron Rivera's calls. So we'll see. Uh, I think uh, we'll see if uh, they can have a visit, move forward, and see uh, if they could get a fresh start, uh, certainly at a much-need rebuild in Washington with the Skins. The Packers' Devon House has announced his retirement. The cornerback was selected in the 11 draft, played in 58 games. I've uh, been a really productive player for him. Uh, not a great player, but a guy that's done a pretty good job as a tackler, run support guy, and pretty good in press coverage. Um, some free agency news. I want to get to some draft news that uh, I wanted to uh, discuss a little bit. But the Bills star to Laley. Has agreed to a restructured contract. $6.25 two five million dollar salary has been cut to four point five, but now fully guaranteed. So they've added two point five million in injury guarantee to his uh, 2021 salary. Uh, was a disappointment last year, no doubt, uh, but a guy that still has some ability. Taysom Hill. A lots has been talked about a lot of the quarterbacks in this free agent class, and he views himself as a starting quarterback in the league. I mean, Sean Payton is just declared him as a starting caliber quarterback in the league. It'll be interesting to see how well he develops and how who might make a run at him. I do think that the Saints would like to keep him behind Drew Brees, and Drew Brees has come out and said he's more than willing to give up a certain amount of snaps to Taysom Hill. I do think that if they use Taysom Hill, I think he can do a lot of the things that the Panthers, excuse me, the uh Ravens are asking Lamar Jackson to do. I, I think one of the unique qualities about Taysom Hill is that he's very athletic and he's very versatile. You know, if he becomes a quarterback in the league, his value is going to go up if he's a good one. But the one thing that's going to be missed is the Swiss Army knife jack of all trades type of element that he brings to the table you're not going to be doing all those things with him if he's your starting quarterback. So, to some degree, he's I always thought a perfect fit for the Saints in the role of that third quarterback that could, you know, come in, play, give you snaps at quarterback but play a lot of different positions. If he gets a starting quarterback role, all of his time is going to have to be in quarterback meetings. So it'll be interesting to see where where they'll go with him and what type of contract they'll offer him and what other offers he's going to get. Now, they're going to put a high tender on him so that anybody that wants to come sign him, they're going to be paying a high pick, probably a first-round pick uh, tender if they want to sign the guy. I'm not sure that people in the league see him as – worthy of a first-round pick in terms of compensation. The Cowboys, uh, updates with Dak Prescott. Do we need to get one of these every day, really? Um, looks like that uh, Prescott still a candidate to be tagged, but uh, they'd like to get something done before March 10th. We'll see if that will play out. The Niners have a lot of issues um, with a lot of contracts that are coming up. They are in cap difficulty. Um, they did contracts with uh, Quan Alexander, D. Ford, and Devin Coleman uh, fairly recently. Um, they've got a lot of guys. As many as 22 guys set to be free agents, guys like Emmanuel Sanders and Eric Armstead, Matt Breed and Jimmy Ward. So um, they're not going to be able to re-sign everybody. So we'll see what they can do Um and uh, and obviously, when you lose a Super Bowl, you still have, you know, a number of guys that have had good seasons, and you've got the difficulty of keeping them in play. Um, curious to see what happens with DeAndre Washington and the Raiders last week. The Raiders re upped Jalen Rashard to a two-year, seven million dollar deal with a four-six million dollar guarantee. They can go up to eight million on performance incentives. Uh, Washington, meanwhile, still scheduled to be a free agent, serving as other backups. Uh, Rookie Josh Jacobs, Washington uh, versus Richard uh, had 108 carries versus Richard, 39. Washington had 36 grabs. So Richard was prioritized over Washington in part for his route running and pass blocking. So we'll see. I, you know, there's a, a possibility of a return, but a greater likelihood that he ends up elsewhere. Some coaching, uh, uh, news been pretty quiet this week. Uh, we've got, uh, some recent news, obviously with, um, former, um, NFL assistant, Sean Scott Linehan going to LSU to be the pass game coordinator. Uh, not a lot of, we've got the daily updates over at LandryFootball.com of the latest maneuverings on uh, the coaching world. Um, want to talk a little bit about the top of the draft and having some discussions around the league, particularly as it relates to the Giants at number four. They have so many needs. There's going to be a run on quarterbacks. Burrow is going to go one. Tua and Justin Herbert are going to be highly coveted by teams that are quarterback shopping. And I think that Detroit is not out of the quarterback business, and there's a possibility that they could take one. The Redskins and the Giants won't take one. The Redskins have got Chase Young right there. Will they feel like they can move down a spot or two and still get Chase Young? Not sure they're going to risk that. Um, And then teams like Miami, Chargers, Panthers, somebody's of those five teams, two of them are coming out of it without a quarterback. So I think you're going to have some teams in the top seven, Carolina seven, Chargers six, Miami five, that are going to be interested in moving up. They move up all the way to two. Will Detroit want to take a quarterback or move out of that? But the Giants, I think, are definitely in play to at least feel called. You always feel called, so that's not news. I'm talking about seriously considering it. And that's not something Dave Gettleman has done throughout his career with the Giants or Carolina. He stayed, you know, Pat, taking a player. I think they'll be a good player. I think they'll be a good defensive player. But I do think they can move down maybe two, three, four spots, still get the same player, but have somebody move up and take a quarterback, Tua or Justin Herbert. I think that is... Definitely going to be in play with so many needs. let's keep an eye out on that as it gets closer and closer to the draft. wanted to spend some time today talking about some of the quarterbacks and I'm going to have this on landryfootball.com with a little detail, but you know let's take a look at the quarterbacks and in an unusual year, so many of them are basically available, some are not start with Drew Brees and Tom Brady who are not going anywhere. There would be the tier 1 elite starter category quarterbacks, albeit older. Drew Brees is going to play with the Saints or he's going to retire. Um he's still playing at a very high level. Does he want to jump off and do TV work now or play football a little longer? Don't know. I think he's still playing at a very high level. The team's pretty good. Um, they've been in the running the past few years. Uh, there's a legitimate chance and maybe one more year. Uh, it's a year to year situation, but he's not going anywhere and he's not in the market. He is contract, probably gonna be a two year deal with about an average of twenty eight million, uh, maybe fifty six million total with about thirty million guaranteed. Uh probably for Tom Brady it's gonna be a two year deal with a six million million guaranteed deal, I think is what it's going to take to get him. Where's Tom Brady possibly headed? Well, I think he's going to be back in New England. I think that he, more than, say, Drew Brees, there's maybe more of a desire for him to move on or at least explore other possibilities. But where are the better fits? Where can he go on an elite team and make a difference? Can he make a difference with the Chargers Um, and put them over the top in Kansas City? I don't think so. Can he make a difference with the Raiders? Well, he can make a difference. Can he put them over the I don't think so. Would he consider going to the Colts? I don't think that would be the case. He certainly wouldn't go to Tampa or you know all this talk about Dallas. That's not even a discussion. Um, I don't think um, there's really a spot that jumps out. I don't know that. Certainly, uh, Minnesota wouldn't do it. Um, you know, it's just you know the whole San Francisco and you know yeah you know instead of Garoppolo no 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 that that that's that's Ballroom talk that makes no sense. As good as he is, as great as he is, the best of all time, I, you know, the who is going to make that offer that is going to wow him? Now, would somebody like the Raiders do it? The Chargers do it? Perhaps. I think those are the two that make the most sense from their standpoint to make a play. It is a Vegas and a Los Angeles, uh, more of a publicity play but a guy that can still play for a couple of years. But i got to tell you, we see what Tom Brady is doing right now in New England with a team that's not as good around him as it needs to be. They're not good enough. So going somewhere else that's not good enough, does that make a whole lot of sense? I'm not sure that it does. It'll be interesting. I still think he probably ends up in New England. We shall see. Dak Prescott's going to be – he's in the Tier 2 of the quarterbacks. He is – going to Dallas, so he's not going to be available. So all these quarterbacks are available, realistically. Again, you could probably get a visit out of Tom Brady. You can get a visit out of Philip Rivers, who would be the next one. Dak is going to get – look, he's going to get an average of about five year, $33 million. Is he worth that? Be interesting. I think Phillip Rivers is going to get about $30 million guaranteed. Ryan Tannehill is the guy that's probably going to stay in Tennessee. Maybe a one-year deal, maybe a 25 million guaranteed. Who knows? <clears throat> of those guys, only Philip Rivers is realistically, you know, available. So you got to go into the tier two guys as who's truly available, and that starts with Philip Rivers. Tannehill's not really available. You go to Teddy Bridgewater. What's he worth? I mean, two years, $10 million guaranteed, $18 million total? That would be a really good signing for somebody. You know, who would make that move? Would you consider that if you're Miami or the Chargers or Carolina? I think you got to, depending upon your quarterback situation in the draft. They've got to look at that. I think it makes some sense to to sign him if you're one of those teams. And then go about your way of drafting a quarterback if you can. But you don't have to force the pick. But if one is attainable, you can get him. And then you're not locked into Teddy Bridgewater beyond a couple of years. Jameis Winston I would stay away from. I think his price is way too high. And I don't think you're getting a guy that you can trust. I I would much rather have a Marcus Mariota at a cheaper price. Marcus Mariota doesn't make the big plays, but he protects the football better. So, you know, all the talk about the great quarterbacks that are there, they're not a whole lot that truly are av- Brady, if he's available, Phillip Rivers, Bridgewater, Mariota, the Tier 3 guys would be the A.J. McCarron types, which you probably can get for a $3 million a year average, Chase Daniel for about $5 million a year average, Josh McCown, which get for about a $2 million year average. Case Keenum um, will cost a little bit, probably about uh, a $6 million guarantee deal. Um, Matt Moore, I mean, you know, Brett Hundley, Sean Mannion, David Fails, Jeff Driscoll, Blake Bortles, Colton McCoy, Trevor Simeon, Mike Glennon, Nate Sudville, Joe Webb. I mean, there's not a whole lot there. It's a better year for quarterbacks than normal, but not a great year because truly, if you look at who's available, it's not nearly as deep as you might think. We end up with some questions today. Uh, Richard asks: says Pepper Johnson got fired as defense coordinator from. The XFL team, Los Angeles Wildcats. What's been the problem for Pepper Johnson City? Worked for Belichick. as linebacker assistant became. uh, Is it because he wasn't good enough to run Belichick's defense or the other? Well, I mean, the issue, I don't know what happened there to get. When you get fired in the first week, that says there are some communication problems. So, you know. I don't know that Pepper is an ideal defensive coordinator. He's not the ideal guy to put fronts and coverages together. And I do think he's a guy that is more of a of a soldier that does what he's told and not so much of, of a leader in that regard. Um, you don't – you say run Belichick's defense, Belichick doesn't have a defense. Belichick's defense is constantly changes. That's why, quote-unquote, the Belichick system – doesn't work when other people go do it because what works is your ability to think and grow. There is no Belichick defense. There's some certain principles that are there, but the Belichick defense is constantly evolving from game to game. Uh, Richard also asks, "Can you teach instincts to defensive players? If the defensive player is not good; it does not have good instincts as far as where to be on the field." People think instincts or just that. They're instinctual that can't be learned. It's not true. You can once you become comfortable and learn about what you're doing, you instinctively anticipate things based upon film study, based upon preparation, based upon understanding. Now, to me, what can't be taught is if you're not someone that can think clearly under pressure, if you're not someone that's capable of learning quickly and adjusting quickly, if you're emotionally get a little bit rattled again, those are the things that will cause you to misfire in those type of moments. But you can learn and get better because instincts are partly that which are pretty much personality-driven and you have it or you don't. But the instincts in terms of knowledge of what you understand and know – that absolutely can be learned. He asks, where do you see Jake Fromm out of Georgia as the next level, as well as Brian Lewerkely out of Michigan State, Jay Patterson out of Michigan, Bryce Perkins out of Virginia. Fromm is the better of the bunch. He's more of a decision maker, accurate short to medium range. I think he'll have a chance to play, likely back up, possible starter in the league. The other guys are starters. We'll have more details over at LandryFootball.com, so you can check that out. What are your scouting evaluation of Tony Bacelli out of USC? Was the best player graded in that draft? He's an elite offensive tackle, was outstanding. Michael Strahan out of Texas Southern, we liked him. Went in to visit him in Houston and was a really good player. Was a late bloomer, grew late. Really good athlete, really good football temperament. Jeff Garcia out of San Jose State. Jeff Garcia was a um good chart to medium range quarterback that worked anticipated pretty well, was fairly effective in the West Coast system. Not a great arm, not great ability to make plays on the move, but was adequate in that regard. And you asked about Ted Washington out of Louisville. I thought he was uh, he's a, a was a two gap plugging defensive ta- defensive tackle that couldn't penetrate, get upfield. And it was definitely overgraded and definitely overdrafted by the Saints. So that's a look at it. And, uh, folks, that will be a wrap for today's show. We're going to remind you that we'll be back on Friday for another edition of the Pro Football Show. If you got any questions, go to LandryFootball.com, send them to me, and I will address them to you. Uh, and a reminder, again, to sign up for this show, as well as all the college shows, go to um, uh, to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Go to Landry Football's conference call. That's where you're going to find all of these podcasts. Excuse me. The Pro Football Show as well as the college podcasts. You can check them out as well as um, give the phone folks at 401k Generation a call. Tell them uh, thank you for sponsoring this podcast as well as the college podcast. Give them a call or a text at one 998 They're licensed in all 50 states. So check them out today. And check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest detailed film room analysis. We've got working on the free agent boards, the NFL grades in this past year, so you don't want to miss all of that. Take advantage of our scouting season sale, the best offer we've ever had. See you over there at LandryFootball.com, and see you here for another edition of the Pro Football Show on Friday, Uh, Excuse me, uh, on Friday, I am Chris Landry.